Good morning, sunshine. It feels great to be back after our little Thanksgiving break. Abby and I have emerged from the depths of the shit we were feeling because we gorged a lot. Mm-hmm. We did the unthinkable, the unspeakable. <laughs> I don't know why I'm making it so dramatic. It's, it's just, just because... We ate to our heart's content. Yeah, like, I actually had a baby belly that matched Abby's. <laughs> I couldn't get out of my seat at my mom's house. I didn't stop eating. <laughs> like, I ate at least three plates at your mom's house, then went to my mom's, and I'm already sitting there falling asleep. Like, in a stool, like, yeah. bro. And like, it's only, like, 8, 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, sitting there just pounding it down. Mm-hmm. And then they're, like, dessert. And I'm, like, I'm going to throw up. Like, <laughs> this is going to be bad. Yes. Came home, proceeded to eat more before bed. I was going to say, <laughs> we had a ton of leftovers after the fact. And it was, it got to the point that it, we were excited about it, like, come Monday Mm -hmm. and then Tuesday we were both like or I would say Monday night we were both like um I don't want to eat any more Thanksgiving food because we felt so terrible yeah even to the point where like I got home from work and Monday was definitely a rough transition after I had at least a four-day weekend so uh it, it also wasn't just Thanksgiving. Yeah, we had a lot going on this weekend. We're going to get mm-hmm. to that. But yeah, come Monday, I was at home, just finished a long day at work. And then Abby's looking at me like, hey, bud, you're looking a little green. Like, you okay? And I was like, hmm, now that you say it, I can see it. Mm-hmm. Not saying I feel bad, but I don't feel normal. Mm-hmm. But we both like kind of talked about it and we were like yeah after this past week end ish mm-hmm. we miss our regular diet we miss our food we miss our our lifestyle and giving it up for those four days just because we had so much going on but it was so much fun it was so much fun it like was it was so, so much, much fun. fun but it was we were both in pain like both of our stomachs hurt Jules' stomachs hurt. Stomachs. She's a cow. She's You eight. know what? It's like... <laughs> wow. <laughs> she eats snacks like she has eight stomachs, but that's besides the point. Is it yeah. eight? No, it's only four. Who has eight stomachs? Nobody. I'm going to look it up while we're sitting here. Anyway... We all just were goofed up, but then let's start. I mean, clearly we're talking about Thanksgiving first, so literally did nothing but eat all day Thanksgiving. Friday, we did all of our running around for our baby shower, which was on Sunday, so we went to at least like five different stores to get every last little thing we needed, mm-hmm. and then... I cooked all day Saturday. No, you just prepped. I prepped. Mm -hmm. I prepped all day Saturday. You cooked the meat and then prepped it in like the... The Goya papers for empanadas. (laughs) Yeah. Empanadillas, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. I never know which one's the right one. It depends on who I'm talking to. Yeah. That's a different story. But yeah, spent the whole day prepping... All the decorations, getting everything set up, packing the car. Mm -hmm. Then Sunday morning, we were baby baby showering it up. Oh no! Friday we went to Friday we went to Longwood Gardens. I was gonna say I think you skipped over something. I I knew I was a day off. Friday we went to Longwood Gardens and just explored and adventured Mm -hmm. and walked off a bunch of Thanksgiving. But unfortunately, they... I fucked up that time. Bad. The food that they had there was like cafeteria food. for Chicken as ex- tendies and fries. Yeah, for as expensive as it is to like go to the gardens, it was... The food was not great. But you know what I mean? Like we were walking around and for I'm pregnant. Yeah, cold. I'm pregnant. We're walking around for hours in the cold and I'm just like, I will eat anything at this point. Mm-hmm. 
Then Saturday we did all the shopping and prepping. Uh huh. So it was all in one day. That's mm-hmm. why we were beat Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday comes the baby shower and we're there early setting up, putting up all the decorations. Yeah, we were there all day as well. And And it's crazy because this whole time we had no idea who was coming. Mm-hmm. Like no one really RSVP'd. Yeah. Maybe two people. Yeah. I mean, our fam- our moms, at least. <laughs> our yeah. moms were like, yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. But we had, like, the emp- empanadillas, whatever, mm-hmm. um, and tacos, homemade cupcakes, chocolate, Swiss rolls, truffles. We had games. Yeah. we. It was a lot of fun. But come the beginning of the week, we were in tremendous amounts of pain. So I wondered, like, if other people have that issue that they were, like, keeling over in pain from eating their life away over the weekend. I mean, I know people jokingly say, like, I'm going to eat myself into a food coma. Yeah. And, I mean, I still do. Yeah. So this got us reflecting on something I had mentioned a month ago for my birthday episode about the health is wealth topic and how important health is. Mm-hmm. And after seeing Juan be green. She was, I was like, what do you mean green? She said, you got some olive undertones to you, bud. Yeah. Like he naturally does have some like olive undertones, but this was more like. Sickly. Like you look <laughs> like the vomit emoji. Like when it's like. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> he looked real pasty. And I was like, you look like you need some nutrients. Yeah, bud. I can't tell you how much water I drank, how much water I did not drink. Mm-hmm. And we came home with sodas, which we don't drink soda. Oh, God, I know. I'm forcing myself to drink it out of spite. I had, But, I like, think... all the extra sugars. Like, we, mm-hmm. Abby has been super strict about, like, the amount of sugar we take in. So she always is like, no, you can only have these snacks. And, like, I don't even negotiate jewel snacks. She's like, I found these and these are what you're getting. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't care how much it is. Jewel enjoys them and they're good for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she can't even have, like, <laughs> regular popcorn anymore. She has, like, coconut oil popcorn. Yeah. And... I think the most regular thing she has is, like, Lucky Charms. Yeah. And, and that's, that's only because I couldn't get the off-brand. Yeah. I was going to say, I actually had a bowl of it to see, like, the the difference mm-hmm. from the off-brand to the Lucky Charms brand. The sweetness overload that is the Lucky Charms, like, on-brand one mm-hmm. has made my stomach hurt so bad from that one <laughs> bowl I had yesterday. <laughs> I've been in pain all day today. <laughs> I'm so angry. Do not ever. We're never buying that again. Ugh. Either way, it's not about the sugars. It's not about Thanksgiving. We both had individual health concerns that we've addressed uh, between each other. And we're like, hey, we want to take care of these things. And like we hold each other accountable to that. So like we think it's very important to take care of each other mm-hmm. as well as ourselves and like yeah this is it, it's much deeper than just all the stuff <laughs> just, we just mentioned yeah <laughs> just complaining about our stomachs hurting after thanksgiving yeah. but for me personally my health journey started more so as like a new year's resolution mm-hmm. so seeing as that like we're kind of rounding out to that time of year where people tend to binge eat and just are like, oh, it's the holidays, you know, it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. It's not about like, for me, it's not about a diet. It's not like I'm diet focused or restrictions or anything like that. It's a diet you can start whenever, but you can't pick and choose when you want to prevent a disease, especially if it's happening to you. Right. So for me, and... I think I've mentioned before that I have, like, a thyroid thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a long journey. It's not... I still don't have any more answers than I do, but I have a direction that I want to go in, and mm-hmm. I have to live a certain way in order to prevent my thyroid from getting worse. Yeah. And the unfortunate thing about that is the 
oh, things in moderation or sugar in moderation doesn't work for your thyroid. Yeah. And then on top of that, despite there being like endocrinologists and stuff like that, they're more so keen on just like taking it out. Mm -hmm. Although it's an essential body part to your entire bodily function. Mm -hmm. And so the more that I've learned about the thyroid and what it takes to take care of that and how many things can disrupt the function of it, the more I've gotten into overall health. Like health isn't just what we eat, Mm -hmm. but it's also the things that we touch like candles and burning candles, right? They have... It's more of your smell. Well, I mean, yeah. The things that are in your home. Everything in your home is part of your health. I mean, I did send you that thing, like, speaking touch-wise, like, mm-hmm. putting stuff on your skin about the makeup. How, like, yeah. your skin's your biggest organ and yeah, it, it, like, absorbs everything you put on your skin. Yeah. And, then, like, there's dozens of So, top- like, even our deodorants, too. Like... Yeah. Our body washes and soaps we use, mm-hmm. like... And the things that you, like... You clean your windows with and your counters and your floors and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't think it about... It is that deep. Yeah. Like, I didn't think about the floor cleaner that I was using until I realized that, you know, hey, my child is crawling around on the floor. Mm-hmm. Not only should we maybe not wear our shoes in the house, but then on top of that, if I'm going to mop, what kind of chemicals am I putting on the floor that she may be picking up with her hands? And does that affect Peanut? Because our dog... everyone knows peanut yeah does that affect peanut because she walks around on all of her four paws but she like licks them and stuff you know what i mean so like what is she ingesting from the floor cleaner that i use yeah and so how does that affect me as well and then candles like i said i just talked about the candles but like there's dozens of freaking toxins in candles and then being in an enclosed room releasing all of those toxins into the air it makes you think twice about what mm-hmm. you're allowing to be around you yeah so for me and thyroid health candles and thyroid health don't go or they they go hand in hand mm-hmm. so we can't have candles yeah we can't have regular candles we can't have regular smell good things so we've been moving out of candles because i'm not going to waste what we have mm-hmm. but we do like the stovetop smell good now. I know that shit is so nice. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. So like, unfortunately, it's like, oh, well, now I can't have candles anymore. But at the same time, I don't care about a candle more than I care about my thyroid. Hot take. Does that make you a bad person for buying people candles as a gift? Like me? In general. If I did and I'm against candles, yeah. I'm a piece of shit for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, I know this is bad for me, but I know you love this smell. Oh, well, mm. Mm. I can't impose my own values onto somebody else. True. So if I know they like it and I know they want it, mm-hmm. I don't think that's that. But at the same time, I don't So want- would you ever buy me a candle again? No. Sorry. <laughs> I can't get my soft blanket candle. No. Damn. No. Best candle from Yankee. I know. And we'll never get to smell it again. <laughs> That's what brought my sense of smell back when I had COVID. Yeah. When I had to get my sense. I did the smell training. Yeah. And that was the thing that brought me back. So Yankee <laughs> candle. Thank you. Hit me up. Let's work out a deal or something. No. What? To be the soft blanket ambassador. Just for that one candle? Yeah. I would allow it. (laughs) (laughs) I just want that candle. That one candle. Other than that, Yankee candle, you put shit in your candles you're not supposed to be, so F off. (laughs) There's no regulation on candles. You can put whatever you want in there. Mm. You can put whatever you want in there. There's no regulation on candles. And that is the issue with that I have. But with- like even scentless candles, like if you just have like those little white candles we have there, does that still burn something into the air? Um, it depends on like, is it a? Because is it is it just wax? 
Well, that's the thing. Is it just wax? Oh. They're not regulated. Is it? I don't know. Like, uh, like how Vaseline is like fossil fuel byproduct. What? Yeah. It's a like it's uh like a uh an, an industry oil byproduct, and mm-hmm. people just slap that shit on their skin mm-hmm. and are like, "Oh, it's hydrating." No. <laughs> <laughs> She swiped her arm. <laughs> no. No, it's extremely toxic. But it's presented as something because it benefits the fossil fuel industry. Wow. When you go down this I was going to say, hole, that's on some, like, conspiracy level shit, but... You, but it's it's a fact. I know. And the thing is, is that when you go down this rabbit hole, you can't stop, and that's where I'm at with it, is that, like, it's not just... It affects everything. It's not just the food that we eat. It's the the products that we use. The clothes the, that we wear. I have seen stuff about that. Yeah, like... like you wash your clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And then any loose synthetic fibers that get loose can get into water streams. Mm. And then we're drinking synthetic fibers and teeny tiny microplastics and stuff like that. But we got to wash our clothes. So then that's like, okay. Like, I haven't gotten to this point yet because there's only so much I can do at a time, but eventually our family will because I will be making this decision. (laughs) (laughs) You heard Um, it here first. You buy clothes that are thrifted, which I'm totally cool with. We already do that. But we make sure that if you're buying new clothes, they're... Whoa. I'm sorry. I tried like, to hide my juice box. They're like 100% <laughs> cotton. Or they're um, they're not like a synthetic fiber of any kind. Mm-hmm. So, like, I well, can what, proudly what say... What are synthetic fibers? Like, which ones are they? I don't know. I that the clothing thing is not in my realm of expertise yes, oh. yet. Um, like I said, I haven't dove into the clothing part of it just because the food part and the products part is mm-hmm. so nuanced and there's so I mean, many yeah, little things. I mean, yeah, it's what we literally consume every single day. Yeah, I can't do all of it, so mm-hmm. I I you know, I can only pick and choose so many things at a time. So like fabrics as of right now is not where my head is. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz like, you know, I'm concerned about like artificial dyes. We're going to be soon. I know. <laughs> you come home and we own nothing. Mm. <laughs> you can't stop me. Yeah. I know, but yeah, they're like, you know, things like artificial dyes. I try to stay away from things that have that in it, excessive sugars. Well, no, you kind of have done some fabric stuff because you've made your own at home dyes for your little crafty things. Mm -hmm. So you you have done that. I have done that because I wanted to tie dye um, some stuff that I had and I decided. the time. Is it? Yeah. And I made a dye out of turmeric and um, onion skins. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, it turned out really nice. The, the stuff still holds up. Mm-hmm. I looked also into eco printing. Yeah. Which is really you cool. You were very interested in that I in like the spring and summertime. I, and hopefully I'll be reinterested in it again. <laughs> So, yeah, for me, it's the thyroid health just because perfumes, deodorants, candles, all of that stuff, anything that has like a scent to it, like an artificial scent, um, cleaning products can all be endocrine disruptors. Mm-hmm. And What's that? For your thyroid mm. and like your hormonal health. Mm-hmm. And because I have such a sensitive thyroid... And I, I don't mean like I just have a sensitive thyroid. Like my thyroid is swollen mm-hmm. on the one side. Um, I have to be more cautious than the average person. Yeah. So unfortunately, that means in our house, there's a lot of restrictions on food, on snacks, on the products that we use. So I know like people come over and they're like, where's your juice at? Or what snacks you got? And I'm like, we got this all natural tree bark <laughs> jerky. 
<laughs> and sparkling water that's flavored. Coconut water. <laughs> Coconut water. There's some salad. There's old spinach in the freezer somewhere. Yeah. Ooh. But good news for us, there's a corner store right across the street. Oh, yeah, and we indulge very frequently. Yeah. So, of course, it's real hard to, like, give up, considering that, like, that's how we grew up. We're eating the snacks. It was a lot cheaper and easier to buy. Like, my grandma had a whole system where, like, me and my younger brother each had our own full-size bag of Doritos. Mm -hmm. She would buy us the six-pack of... um, Kool-Aid jammers and well the the bottle ones that you twist the cap off. Yeah. She we each had our own flavor. So like we never really had to share. And then we always had beef sticks. She would buy a big pack of beef sticks. And that's a beef stick until I met you. Ah uh, you've missed out. <laughs> I literally had them my entire childhood. I was gonna say you got to indulge your entire but life. Even, I didn't. Even beef sticks are like pretty bad. Oh, for you? I, just looking at them, I know. <laughs> yeah. So I frequently eat those mm-hmm. still. I was going to say, you go to the corner store like way more than I do. Mm-hmm. I don't indulge that often. Because it's so cheap. I can get a lot for five bucks. I know. And I just like, I have to have way more restrictions, at least for myself, than you and Jewel, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, like when it comes to dinner, lunch, the snacks in our house, the foods that we have, like we are on a very restricted diet and not restricted as in like, oh, we cut out meat, we cut out this, the type, we still eat meat, but the type of meat that we get is Mm -hmm. very specific. Yeah. It has to be organic. It has to be this. We get local Milk. We get local eggs. Yeah. So I know where the food is coming from. That's the biggest thing. It's not just about, oh, get rid of sugars, get rid of carbs. No, no, no. It's about where does your food come from? Because if you don't know, it has fillers and it has crap in it that you don't even know is in it. So the more local you buy, Mm -hmm. the more whole food that you're getting and your body can actually intake all of those nutrients. And that's why like... It's hard for us to transition to some of that stuff because, like, our bodies are so used to the sugars and, like, taking it away. Like, I mean, you can and do have sugar withdrawals. Like, Mm -hmm. that's when you get your headaches or have too much sugar. Like, if we drink a sweet wine, that shit destroys my head from how sugary it is. Mm -hmm. So that's also, I know we talked about, like, drinking a while ago. Yeah, it does go to show, though, that, like... A lot of foods that have as much sugars as they do in them or like, you know, stuff that it's like, oh, I'm really craving this. Are you craving it or are like, this makes me sound like a Mm, (laughs) whatever. Don't go there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But like, you know, with all the chemicals and stuff in food, everything's a chemical. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) You did it yourself. I wasn't even thinking that. No, that was for the viewers. (laughs) beautiful it was uncalled for but i beat it it's okay but a lot of times it does come down to the fact that if it's like if you constantly crave a certain type of like sugary item like your taste buds are hijacked from the things that you eat Mm -hmm. and a lot of that is like oreos cheetos things like that don't get me wrong i love cheetos just as much as the next person but for my lifelong health i have to stop Mm mm-hmm And it sucks because it's not like, oh, everything in moderation. Mm -hmm. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Because it affects you much deeper than just not having it. Yeah. I would rather not have it and know that my thyroid is good than be like, oh, everything in moderation. I'm not going to tell anybody else how to live their life by any means. But if they're, you know, if you care about like your long term health. Because, you know, there's also the same argument. Like, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Well, I want to be here for a good time and a long time. Yeah, I agree. And so I don't need, like, are Cheetos really the breaking point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, man. Um, in my experience growing up, um, 
my dad was a chef. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom got into food sales. And when she got into food sales, when I was in middle school, she got into health really hard mm-hmm. and put us on a strict diet and took away all sugar. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to have anything. I had whole wheat pasta, whole wheat, low calorie, low carb sauces and everything. Like she started really making like a lot of stuff from like scratch and things like that. I couldn't have regular Oreos. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of these, but they're called Numinos. They have like an old Amish couple on the front. You told me about them when we first met and I was like, what is that? Yeah. They don't taste like Oreos. I can tell you that much. I've definitely had off-brand Oreos, but never Numinos. No, they're like vegan organic. Mm. Not The whole nine. Yeah. All of it. Like every mark it could hit back (laughs) in like 2007 or some shit like that. Um that's what that was. And so I didn't have sugar for like a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And she she let us have like breaks here and there. Like the exception was like the holidays and birthdays and stuff like that. But for the most part, like she was really strict at first and eased up over the years. But to the point that it was like we steered away from like canned sauces that you like put on like spaghetti sauce And she more so was like, okay, now I'm going to make it from scratch. And one of the things that we would eat a lot when Juan and I first started dating was uh, goat cheese beet salads. Mm -hmm. We had those religiously. And I remember the first time you had it, you were like, what the hell? I was like, this tastes like dirt. (laughs) (laughs) And we're all like, mmm. I just took a bite out of the grass because the Mm -hmm. beets are so earthy and it's like in a salad. And The first time I had it, I was Mm -hmm. definitely confused. Yeah. And like, again, I got to go back. that was based off of my own bad eating. Yeah. And like, I got to go back to eating like at some point, like I could have Oreos and Gatorade and things like that. But because of how quickly it was taken away and then I didn't have all of those things for a really long time. I never really went back to being like, oh, I want this all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that does help. So like I did have a good, a good influence from my mom mm-hmm. to be like, hey, care about your health. And then when my health wasn't good and f- trying to figure out this thyroid thing, because like I said, doctors just want to take it out. And that that's what I went through. They were like, Oh yeah, we're just gonna take it out. Yeah, there we've noticed, especially with um I don't know if you've mentioned this with the therapy thing before, but like how quick they're also ready to give you prescriptions and mm-hmm. like there's I don't know where I saw it, but um and it may not even be true, but there's not really a prescription out there that doesn't have a side effect that like Oh, I shared that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I you showed it to me or something. Do you remember it? Because I don't wanna butcher it. Oh, it was just saying that, like, all prescriptions and, mm-hmm. you know, that are out there, they have side effects. There's not one that doesn't have a side effect. I know. the Like, the infomercials for these, like, antidepressants or, mm-hmm. like, the poop drugs for the old people, <laughs> like, it says, if you experience X, Y, and Z, and it's, like, fainting, dizzy spells, bleeding, you can't, and it's, like, you may experience internal bleeding. If you blah, 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 please contact whoever, and I'm, like... Yeah. You can take that? Like, yeah. somebody experienced that. Yeah. And they're like, all right, yeah. you're good. Yeah, so I did not go down that. That's the rabbit hole uh, I go down. The rabbit hole that I talked about with the therapy thing. So with the therapy thing, um, when I first started going to therapy, well, okay, it's a little confusing, but before I could start going to therapy through my doctor, mm-hmm. Um, I had to meet with this in-between doctor to get me into therapy because mm-hmm. he basically had to like psychoanalyze me and be like, here's green you. Yeah. He basically had to like in-depth screen me. Mm-hmm. And he, at the time, the therapist that I would have been, that I am seeing now, she didn't have any open availability. Mm-hmm. So he was like, it could be a toss up of how long you could you know, get in with her. And I was like, oh, that sucks. And he was like, so we'll just get you started on medication and prescribe me this medication to take um, based off of the 
45 minute conversation that we had about like my mental health. Mm-hmm. Now, for me personally, I disagree with medication for me because I know I can hold myself accountable and I can make the changes necessary yeah. without the help of medication. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that it's bad for everybody? No. For some people, it's a really great starting point. Yeah. Um. And I mean, we'll obviously still take stuff if we need it like yeah and i'm not like especially with mental health i'm definitely not crapping on anybody for taking that by mm -hmm. any means like it could be a really great starting point for you or for anybody else Mm -hmm. but for me i knew i didn't need it yeah despite all of the things i was going through i knew if i had access to therapy i could get my mental health to where it needs to be because I can hold myself accountable, especially if I'm meeting with somebody every week and they're like, so how was last week? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, did you do the things we were talking about type of thing? And this, yeah, so this doctor, he prescribed me this medication and I took it one day and I have never wanted to not, take something again in my life and by like I was just sitting there like on the couch on this medication and I'm just like I don't want to move I don't want to think I don't want to be here I don't want to do anything and like I was with Jewel Mm -hmm. all day because I'm a stay-at-home parent and I just basically ignored her the entire day she's like mom can you get me water I have to go pee and stuff couldn't do it couldn't get up and I couldn't find a reason to try a second day because he was like, well, if you take it for a week, then, you know, you'll start to see a change. That was horrible. Yeah. I don't want to wait a week. And I can't. Didn't you only do like the half dose? Yeah, I did half a dose. And I was like, I can't, I can't do a week. Mm-hmm. Not when there is a small person who can't take care of herself looking to me for care. Yeah. Absolutely not. So I already knew I didn't want to do it. Did I give it enough of a chance? Absolutely not. But I didn't want to in the first place Mm -hmm. because I knew that I would be fine without it. So I ended up getting into therapy. But the day... Yeah. They were like, hey, some some opened up. (laughs) Yeah. And I've been seeing this lady ever since. I've been seeing her for like almost two months now. Mm Mm-hmm. And I meet with her once a week. We talk for an hour. And the little slurp is annoying me. I'm trying to keep it quiet. I just want to drink my juice. (laughs) Um, I meet with her once a week. We talk for like 45 minutes to an hour. And to be able to talk to somebody about like your mental health is such a freeing thing. Because it's their job to like intake that and be like, yeah. here's what you're doing well. Here's what you can improve. Here's- and it's not just me. Yeah. But she'll do like breathing exercises and grounding exercises and she'll give me recommendations. She gives me book recommendations and stuff like that. And she's, if you're ready and willing to do therapy, it will work for you. But if you go into it being like, eh. I don't know about this or I don't want to do it, then obviously it's not going to work for you. I knew that that's what would help me. So I went into it willing and ready to do it. Yeah. So with all that being said, yes, they prescribed me this medication and I was like, absolutely not. I tried it. The same with the thyroid thing. They were like, they didn't even look at my blood work. (laughs) Didn't even look at my blood work. They were just like, yeah, let's take it out. And I was like, "Uh, how do we get from... A to Z. Yeah. Where was the rest of the alphabet? Yeah. So. There wasn't even an option of like anything else really. Yeah. They just wanted to set up the appointment for you to get it removed. Yeah. They just wanted to take it out. They didn't want to do anything further. And I was like, you know, I would love if somebody would explain to me how my body worked instead of trying to give me a Band-Aid or remove something from me. Yeah. And. That's how I got so heavily into what is in our products, what is in our food, what is in our clothes, kind of. Mm -hmm. It's an exhausting journey to try and figure out things on your own and to figure out that 
you know, companies don't have to disclose everything that they put in their products. Yeah. And that... As long as it says natural flavors, it can be whatever. It could, it could be fucking anything. Mm-hmm. Natural <laughs> flavors is just anything that you can deem natural. Yeah. It could be anything. And that is the most frustrating part. And so I hope to, you know, make some progress in the new year once, like, the baby gets here and everything. But, like, health is so much more than just what you eat. And it's exhausting. This has been one of the most time-consuming, exhausting things I've ever done. Mm -hmm. But it's also really worthwhile because now I know when I'm – the food that I pick and the products that I bring into our home that, like – it's bettering our home and that I'm not passing on anything to Jewel that is going to either give her what I have or worse than what I have. Right. Now, I don't think we can look past the fact that we have a dynamic that allows you to be home to make those decisions and stay with Jewel to really make sure she's eating something proper as well as yourself because the way we grew up, both parents worked, so they were out a lot, and we were, you know, we got school lunches when they were the good school lunches. Like, they just gave you the fat slices of pizza. I remember getting fried chicken, and then Michelle Obama ruined it for everybody. (laughs) With the the shitty salads. I forget what it was called, but I I do remember uh, bitching about it frequently. Yeah. It made me upset. My mom packed my lunch. But, yeah. Some people don't have that opportunity as well, though. Like, some of their parents are out the door before they go to school. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, you know, some kids have to try to make it to school to get school breakfast, but, you know... We know where school food comes from. Yeah. But that also... I know. It makes me sad that, like, uh, it's like a solo journey. It's not something that you can, like, scream from the rooftops because, like, all the people that I follow that I've been learning all of this information from online, like, they're constantly getting, like, shadow banned and blocked and their account possibly taken down because... They're just telling you what is in your food because it's there. It's in front of you. Mm-hmm. You can you can have access to it, but it's like, you know, there's a greater scheme at purpose or at play. What the fuck well, did you just say? There's a greater scheme at play, I meant to say at play. And there's a greater purpose going on and, you know. Better scheme at purpose. I better scheme at purpose, you know. Which makes me sound like a wild, crunchy person. What? Do you know what a crunchy mom is? No. Okay. A crunchy mom is like... Mm, a crunchy mom is like moms that like they make everything from scratch. They use <laughs> all holistic products. Hold on. I'm going to look up the Urban Dictionary. Yeah, please look up the Urban Dictionary. They wear these like very specific linen crossback aprons. No such thing as like artificial dyes, sugars, none of that. Like they make sure that whatever is going into your body is all natural or they made it themselves. A lot of crunchy moms. A member of Inc. A member of an increasingly growing group of moms who are neo-hippies. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) They generally believe for varying reasons that there is something bad or less beneficial about buying mainstream products or doing other common activities in mainstream ways. Yeah. You might be a crunchy mom if you bake all your own bread, make your own jam, jelly, pickles, applesauce, give birth at home by choice with a midwife, doula, or unassisted. Prefer to teach your children yourself at home instead of letting them, letting the public or private schools do it for you. Grow your own food as much as possible. Buy the rest at farmers markets or health food stores. I'm Vegan, on my vegetarian. Way. Choose not to use birth control or use shampoo, soap, and instead. Yeah. I'm no on my television way. in your home. It gets into like some real 
yeah. hippie shit later, but that's crazy. So, Urban Dictionary coming in clutch. I know. So you can see I'm on my way. You're a crunchy mom. Yeah. No, I'm. I would be. Uh, there's a name for it. There's an in between. Why are there so many goddamn labels? <laughs> Why? I would. I would. There's a term for being semi crunchy, but there's a specific, a specific <sighs> word. I don't identify as that. Like no, but there is a word for it. I'm just trying to be aware of the shit that we fucking eat. <laughs> Juan has the smirk on his face. He's like, I'm, he's done with me. But back to like the school foods and stuff like that. Like it is unfortunate that like it's not accessible to everybody to eat the way that we can choose to eat. Mm-hmm. Because for some people, it's not a choice. It's just eat. Yeah. And that is ass that... You don't get I mean, a it's, I think that's most people's choice. Like, we just have to eat. Like, we're just surviving. Yeah, and that's what I mean is that, like, you don't get a choice or a say in what your food is or how it comes. Yeah. You just get a, here's the price range that I'm accessible to. Mm-hmm. And, like, in our country, unfortunately, healthy food is the most expensive and shitty processed food is the least expensive. Yeah. In other countries, it's vice versa. Mm-hmm. It's natural foods are easily accessible to everybody. And that is such a shame. It really is. Because I wish that I could do this for more than just like myself. Yeah. And our family. But I mean, you're starting to do it more with your family. Like you guys are starting to like. Do your crunchy mom activities of mom making your own food. canning <laughs> stuff and like yeah, y'all are fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, I can't believe there was a term for that. Oh my god, I remember what it's called. A semi crunchy mom is called a scrunchy mom. Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh! So what's like the first phase of being a crunchy mom? If there's a Honestly, semi and then just a crunchy. I would probably say exactly what I'm going through. A squishy mom. A squishy. A squishy. (laughs) A scrunchy. A squishy, scrunchy, crunchy. (laughs) (laughs) That's your progression. (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea. I just I I assume that it's probably where I'm starting with like food and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Now I don't know if we'll get to the point of like cloth diapers. We tried, and that shit was horrible. It, it, I guess I just don't understand, like, the care of cloth diapers. Yeah. Because if I understood the care of them, I would give them another try. Yeah. By all means. But there are some people out there that, like, do the... I'm not even going to get into it. That's going to be a whole other topic. But the elimination... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> method where you basically hold your newborn... Slash infant baby, and you have like a toilet to their butt so that they can learn to potty train like as soon as they're born. No way. <laughs> That's a thing. That's I'll, a show thing? I'll show you later. Yeah. We're doing that with Theo. <laughs> you just added his name. Oh. <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Hey, baby boy's name is Theo. Wee. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, you just hold this little baby potty. It's like this big. And you just hold when after they've eaten, uh-huh. you hold it underneath them and they'll just go right in the toilet. It just happens that fast. I mean, yeah, they process uh you probably do I it mean, like it's just a liquid, yeah. 10 to 15 minutes after they eat. But yeah, there's a method for it. We can try it. No way. Yeah. He would be potty trained right away. That would be fire. Okay, we can try it. That would be crazy if we could potty train him before Jewel. Jewel is so adamant about not being potty trained, it makes me want to scream. <laughs> Juan's going to be a scrunchy dad. Is that a thing? I just do what you tell me to do, really. Then you're a scrunchy dad. I just follow the rules. You're a I'm scr- like, oh, I can't have Cheez-Its anymore? <laughs> Damn. Let me have these cauliflower ones. Wow, these taste like cardboard. I love them. Stop. <laughs> Stop. 
Is that what it means to be a scrunchy dad? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. That shit sucks. I don't want to be a scrunchy dad. (laughs) I want to be a hot Cheeto dad. You're not a hot Cheeto dad. I'm definitely not a hot Cheeto dad. You're, yeah. More like a... Accept it. You're a scrunchy dad. (sighs) Look at the household we live in. Yeah. Scrunchy dad. Scrunchy. I'm maintenance dad. That's what I am. Yeah, you are maintenance dad. I go by that. Yeah. So, what do you want to do differently for, like, the holidays? This is such a jump, but... I mean, it's kind of where we started, but I guess our long 45-minute tangent is over. Yeah, I gotta gotta keep it pushing, guys. Um, It's hard because, like... I think no leftovers, honestly. But see, that's the hard part because like it's so easy. Yeah. And I, you know, I hate wasting food. Yeah. For that reason, because of like. I'd say you could probably take leftovers, but like I won't partake in them for the reasoning of my health mm-hmm. and uh, my thyroid. Yeah. And my stomach. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to ha- probably have to say no to leftovers. I can't drink, so that's not an issue. I'm not even drinking anymore prior to this, so mm-hmm. or prior to being pregnant. Oh, yeah, I also drank over Thanksgiving. That's what I might not do for Christmas yeah. and New Year's. Like I I was hella bloated I was and I say. haven't drank in months. And I was just throwing them back with Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. I had to take a power nap. Yeah. Now that now it's all flooding back to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what we're going to do different. You're going to help me not drink. Yeah. Maybe yeah. one beer. <laughs> Maybe. No. <laughs> if you tell me no, I'll tell you no. Okay. <laughs> I have one drinking seltzer water now. We've come a long way. I know. Guys. Like. Juan used to drink. Only green tea. I got Juan to drink a probiotic green tea. It destroyed my insides. From after Thanksgiving. Yeah. From after Thanksgiving, cleared this guy out, brought the color back to him. Yeah. That's what brought me back to life. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is why I just follow what you say as far as what we eat. Because I'm like, oh, that'll probably help me. Yeah. You're right. Juan has really great, like, metabolism. I also... Ooh, we're going to dive off to another uh, (laughs) dirt road. (laughs) Um, Did I say that before? I don't know, but it's what we're going with now. So I have always worried about um, my body image. I've always worried like... Oh, yeah. I have always been very self-conscious of it from a very young age. I know most people probably wouldn't think that, and they'd be like, well, what are you talking about? Why? And you you yell mm-hmm. at me for it all the time. But yeah. like, Because you're so skinny. Mm, nope. I sit a certain way, and like I feel... This started... I can tell you exactly when this started. This started when you went through your first like really deep depression mm-hmm. um, when we first started dating, and you weren't working out as much, and... You and oh yeah 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 because like Juan got one tummy roll and lost his mind. Whereas I've been like a size ten twelve for my life. And that's why I hate talking about it. No, you I, I, you have the absolute right to like feel how you feel about your body, but I just remember that specifically. I, I'm but it's always been since I was a kid. So like I really I, yeah. I've always worried about the way I look. Like, is that why you like hyper worked out? Mm-hmm. Did and like, like two hundred, like yeah. I I would lay in the on the kitchen floor and do like three hundred of the bicycle curls because wow. I'm like I need a six pack. Yeah. I would do handstand push ups against the wall because I'm like I need to be muscular. I'm not muscular enough. I don't look the way that I think I should. Yeah. So like whenever I would see. Anything that looked like loose, yeah. I'm like, no, I, I can't, I don't like it, yeah. And like, I 
get in my own head about it because I'm like, why are you like this? Like, this isn't even justified. You do work out. You're in pretty good health. Like, and that's why I always, I've always taken care of myself, like, physically. Like, I do a lot of stretching and I make sure that I take care of my joints. And I'm like, hmm, when I started getting into, uh, like, supplements and wanting to do, um, like the protein powders and whatnot. And I went to like GNC. I'm like, Hey, I'm not really into like building, but I'm a dancer. So I want something that'll like still kind of repair my muscles and like help my joints. That's when I got put on the fish oil pills. Mm -hmm. And like, I also know that fish oil pills help your heart. And like, I know my family has a history of heart problems. And then I also worry about my lungs. So I've always played sports and like, I've never smoked any tobacco. I've done my damnedest to never go near it because everyone in my family did Mm -hmm. and now everyone as an adult around me smokes cigarettes at like work and like my parents still smoke and like i'm i still give them shit about it because of like how it affected my grandmother who had lung cancer at one point from it and Mm -hmm. like she still would be smoking at times while her lungs were going bad and i'm like why like you're literally deteriorating yourself on purpose even faster yeah so like that goes even deeper into the health but like my body image issues i overcompensated working out for what i ate because i had a high metabolism yeah and i'm like i can do i can eat whatever i want because i'll work it off and like as i got older and then also especially over um like i know you just mentioned the one of the first deep depressions I went through, I mean, I don't think we even knew it was depression at that point. Oh, yeah, no. But looking back at it, probably. Yeah, absolutely. Um, COVID. I, I have learned now that I fluctuate my weight very easily. Yeah. Because, like, if I don't work out for a little bit, I'm like, ooh, I weigh about this much now. Or, like, I'm not seeing my ab lines anymore. Mm. Let me go do this. And, like... I can go work out for a week, sweat it out in a sauna, and I'm like, oh, back to normal. And you know what's funny is that I learned that that's normal. That's actually normal. I didn't know. So I learned literally today I learned that this is normal. Yeah. Losing muscle as fast as you do and losing, like, abs as fast as you do, that's normal because the people that you see on, like, social media and stuff like that, the way that they're able to maintain their body all the time and go on vacation and do this and do that is because yes they probably work out every single day of the week but on top of that they're probably taking some type of uh what is that called um performance enhancement or whatever Mm -hmm. that keeps their body looking like that like Mm. the liver king just got exposed for that he looks that way Mm. i've seen all those videos about him yeah yeah he looks that way because he has those performance enhancing drugs that he can add into his like workout routine so that he looks the same all of the time. Yeah. He always looks muscular. But all of the people that I follow that teach me about like the health thing, mm-hmm. they say they I had two or three people talking about that today. They were like all talking about it together that it's they're like, "Yeah, if I don't work out for a week, like I don't have abs anymore." Mm. So it's normal. Well, I didn't know it was officially normal. I hope. Thanks for I hope, teaching me. I hope it makes you feel better. It does a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Because that's all the reason I would do that. And like I had the body image issues because I'm like, if I don't look like that, I'm not attractive, whether it was to someone growing up or even to you. Mm-hmm. And like now I I can deal with it more. But like, especially during COVID when I was drinking a lot more, we look back at it and that that's when we call me the, the thick dad. That was the thick dad phase Yeah. because all I did was drink beer and do pull-ups. Yeah. That's all I did for <laughs> like four months straight, mm-hmm. even longer until we moved in here. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I need to work out, but I can't, my body's not used to drinking. Mm-hmm. I'm not a kid anymore and I'm not eating as much. So my metabolism isn't as fast and it was hard for me to accept like oh i can't look the way i did 
when I was 16. Mm -hmm. Because even when I was 16, I was like, man, this ain't it. I got to keep going. Need more, 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 more. I don't look the way I want to yet. I don't, I still complain about the way my chest looks. My chest will never be good enough for me. Yeah. And that is on (laughs) some deep, like personal vulnerable shit. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I need it. It does something for me as far as like. Fair enough. I feel like it has to show something. Don't know what that means. Maybe it's like a embedded like manly thing. Maybe. I feel (laughs) like if I got a weak chest, I look weak. Maybe. That's probably it. Yeah. So, um, not to. This is a horrible time to quote Andrew Tate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been fucking dying to throw this quote in there. <laughs> but he basically was saying that like a weak body is a weak mind. And I Fair was enough. like, you know what? That's valid. Yeah, like I can, I can totally understand that. I can totally understand that. I was not. Please don't hate me for quoting. I was not (laughs) expecting that to come out of your mouth, but that was done so tastefully. I love that. I'm so sorry. I'm going to shake your hand on that one. That was was very well done. Thank you. Um, I feel the same way about my body, but um, going to the gym and working out in front of other people or working out with you gives me deep feelings of embarrassment Mm. because working out has always been in my life, like growing up out done out of embarrassment. Ah. Um, because my brother played sports, like every single sport you could freaking think of. He did. Mm -hmm. So he was always on a workout routine, always on some type of regimen, like even in like elementary, middle school type of thing. And that kind of got like because he did so much when i wasn't doing anything it w- i was kind of looked at like well why aren't you doing anything mm-hmm. you would feel like i you know my parents were always like you would feel better if you got out or if you walked or if you worked out so feelings of embarrassment is the first thing that comes up for me when i think about working out mm-hmm. and i couldn't view it any other way until um You've always tried to help me and work, I think, work around that, even mm-hmm. if you didn't realize that that's what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. But No, I know. Like, I know how uncomfortable you are working out. Yeah. And like... And I don't want to be, yeah. but the, the it's like trauma that it just like comes out and it's just like feelings of embarrassment. I can't feel anything else because I'm so worried about being embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And... um. Like, you remember when we worked out for the wedding? Mm-hmm. Getting over that hump to. Be and we able would to... record that and post it. What? The. Remember, we would, uh, we would call it sweating for the wedding? Yeah. Yeah. That was at school. Yeah. When we worked out with our friend. Oh, and at you the guys, gym, at the gym. You got, we went the one night. We were with That was friends. the very first time we went. I know yes. exactly when you're talking about. And I literally, every time after that, like going, once I got a little bit more comfortable, I still was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I shouldn't be here. I am like beyond help and all of these feelings of embarrassment. So when I had Jewel... And I realized how weak my body was after that Yeah. because of just how torn to shreds your body is after giving birth. Like, I can't describe to you the, like, the weakness that it feels like because it's like every muscle that was holding your belly up is just gone Mm -hmm. because it's so stretched out and it's all just trying to just come back. Yeah. And so with Jewel, I realized how important it was to, like have muscle and to like ha- to take care of your body just yeah. not even for the sake of being skinny or working out or whatever the hell just for the sake of being able to pick up your child yeah. or go on a walk as a family or something like that without not without being in pain the entire time yeah so <clears> now <throat> going into the second pregnancy i'm like oh i should go to the gym afterwards not to bounce back but yeah i have two kids to keep up with yeah. And I want to live a long life with you. I want yeah. to do things with you. So And I we did we have talked about this. I was like, "Hey, I think after this time like 
I want you to start coming to the gym with me. The gym has a kids play center. We can take them over there. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like it's important for you because like where you pick up in the eating aspect where I never focused on, Mm -hmm. I feel like I can take over in the actual physical aspect. Like, Hey, make sure you do these movements. Let's do these stretches, open Mm -hmm. up your hips, rotate your joints a little bit. Don't Mm -hmm. just sit in one position all day or like, yeah. I, I've always cared about the movement of my body because of dance, especially I want to like, I've, I've learned how much I can tear up my body from not properly taking care of it before and after. Mm -hmm. So like, especially if I just, I can't jump right into dancing. I, I need to stretch before. Like if I show up somewhere, like I'm taking my time, warming my body up. Whereas when I was younger, I could just jump in do whatever Mm -hmm. and then maybe stretch after Mm -hmm. but yeah i feel like yeah we that's my role like i wanted to take over the physical side of i was gonna say i didn't realize how well we balanced each other out in that sentence and that's uh sentiment sentiment (laughs) and the sentence and the sentence yep Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah you're so knowledgeable about like the body and stretching i did want to be an athletic trainer too so like that kind of yeah, I I enjoyed learning about like your muscles and shit. Yeah, crazy how far this dirt road went, didn't it? <laughs> like we this all started from talking about New Year's, mm-hmm. and we brought up some deep shit. Yeah. So, how would you like to bring this back? Um, let's talk about New Year's. I clearly couldn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean New Year's this coming year. Oh. So. Um, I know that it, this is the time of year where we indulge a lot and we allow ourselves to indulge maybe more than normal. Do you ever think about the resolution that you created at the beginning of the year in December? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I don't even remember mine. Uh, my, I, I think we wrote it down. I'm pretty That's sure mine was about my thyroid health that I was going to focus on my health this year. Oh shit. And <laughs> the funny thing about that is is that I went to all of these doctors appointments and I got pregnant. There's a lot of health stuff going on over Ooh, here. Boy. And I started going therapy. Yeet. <laughs> Yeet. <laughs> so, I know this is the t- the time of year where we allow ourselves to indulge until like Christmas kind of New Year's, mm-hmm. but around the time that we get to New Year's that like weird in between week of Christmas and New Year's, people start thinking about their resolutions and stuff like that. And I actually wanted to talk about this way earlier than just the end of the month because um, I think a lot of people, myself included, will bullet point all of these things that I want to do and all of these things that I want to accomplish and all these changes I want to make and everything. But how many... I think you've told me this before. How long does it take to create a habit? Oh, man. I did look up this specific statistic. Look it up really quick. Um, it takes a I certain I think it was like two of, weeks. Yeah. I, I don't know. So basically, the amount of time that it takes to create a habit is not is realistically not that long. And I think that it would be cool to like... Two months. Two months. On average, it takes more than two months before a new behavior becomes automatic. 66 Mm -hmm. days to be exact. Mm -hmm. Anywhere from 18 to 254 days to form a new habit in this one specific study. So, Hmm. yeah, I would definitely wanted to talk about this um, starting early, you know, the beginning of December rather than the beginning of January. The beginning of the end. Because... Yeah, absolutely let yourself indulge like we're going to. But for the sake of like my long-term health, because I have to think about it so heavily, um, I started creating a new habit that I've literally only been doing for two days. But I want to hold myself accountable and I want to encourage other You're people. You're creating a new habit. Yes, I'm creating a new habit. You that need it's... 66. You hit two. Yeah. What I'm saying is, by the time that the end of this month comes, I will have been 30 days in. Mm -hmm. By the time that New Year starts, I will have been 30 days in. Mm -hmm. So that means that by the time that the baby gets here, 
roughly, I would have created a new habit that I can implement by the time that he's here. You did do it in perfect timing. I did. You sneaky bastard. Yeah. (laughs) So my new habit that I um, am adding into my routine is taking a cold shower. I'm doing this partly to train my brain for labor and how painful that's going to be. Um, just to be in an uncomfortable position, but keep my mind at ease Mm -hmm. type of thing. But actually taking a cold shower is good for your overall health. So double win. So basically what I'm encouraging myself and Juan and all of you to do is maybe just start something with something really small, like do create a habit this year or for 2023 that like you can add into your routine Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like, I'm going to go to the gym every day. Like, just a five-minute habit. A push-up challenge. Not even that. <laughs> you can do breath work. Ooh. Right? Yeah, I've all, I need to work on that. Breath work, get outside, reading, dancing, affirmations. Um, the uh what is that when you like lay on the ground and you put your legs up on the wall to gravity the, stretch yeah that like gravity stretch and like getting oh your decompress blood your legs yeah i love doing that or like uh, a cold shower like i'm doing so maybe this year we don't go for the grand thing maybe this year we go for the five minute thing that we can add into our routine that we know is going to be there every single day for basic daily functions yeah. and use. Yeah, cuz it's it's not the big things that change your life, it's the little things. Yeah. So, New Year's is right around the corner. So if you want to change your life, start now. Why wait till then? Yeah. I love that. Look at you. Look at you bringing out the motivation. She said get off your ass and do it <laughs> now. I was gonna it's say, December. I'm not going to say like one. And his Saturday messages. I don't... I say it different every time. Yeah. But what I... The way I just said it, that's uh-huh. how I always want to say it. Yeah. Get But off I come yes. off so, like, hyper and, like... <laughs> but on that note, if you haven't heard it yet, we hope you have a great day. We love you. Peace, love... And applesauce. Bye. Bye.